Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to be here. And thank you, Madam Blog Talk Radio, for announcing this is Blog Talk Radio. It's just so comforting to hear that. You know, in today's world of uncertainty, to land in a place that is familiar is lovely. And guess what? My co-host and I want you to land here. We want this to be really comfortable and really familiar. We want to expand your mind and open your heart. And and let's get reasonable. Let's get smart. This is your host, Dr. Deb Carlin here at the K-Factor, where K equals kindness. And the factors are all the things that lead to it. And I've got my very smart co-host here with me, who's a contributing factor to kindness. <laughs> Ron, <laughs> Ron Williams. How are you today, Ron? I'm doing good, Dr. Deb. How are you doing? Chicago. Yeah, I know. It, well, I'll tell you, you know, I I find a way every day pretty much to get groovy. However, I woke up this morning hearing about 65 police issues, shootings, 10-pound rocks being thrown, people getting beat over the head with skateboards. I had to really, I had to really get quiet and get really contemplative about that because I do not, I, I do not like that. And I, and I really, I don't want to sound like I'm naive, Ron, but I don't think people really mean to go that extreme. No, I don't think so either. And, and the whole idea of love thy neighbor, kind of a con- conversation, you know, if it happens to them, it happens to us. And, and you know. Really, what I've been processing is all of the happenings around us, and the news just like the news is like a twenty-four-seven trailer yeah. to to fuel it. Yeah. And it hit recently that my new hashtag, and and, and Deb, you and I have discussed having T-shirts, hats, and masks. Yeah. That says uh, the news. Uh, yes. And 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 imagine if all of a sudden we just turn off the TV and we and we determine to do. Our own homework, our own research, and report our own learnings. Surely, when we watch the TV, I say to myself, "Oh my gosh, I can do that, but better," you know. Right. Because, you know, right now, I think it's being fueled like it's a like it's a movie trailer. It is. And this bigger is not serving us; it's dividing us. Yeah. And whenever you're using racial tension, or whenever you're using, you know, something that's anti. America, and you know, I said I think yesterday we talked about this. Imagine if a foreign enemy were to invade our country and start attacking Portland. I've been thinking about that. And tearing it down and and killing innocent people of all color. Yeah. What do you think our military would do? So I think it's time that we wake up and stop looking left and right. Stop looking to the TV and start looking in the mirror. I am the mirror. Yeah. You are. And what do we do with that, Ron? I mean, I agree with you 100% because if we had foreign interests in this com- in this country that were identified, our military would be out there protecting us, protecting our businesses. I mean, we've got businesses that have been around for generations that are going bankruptcy, that are just closing the doors. They're not even going bankrupt. They're just closing the doors. That's it. I'm done. I'm not coming back. Now, I will tell you the bright spot is I have friends here in Chicago and in St. Louis who are opening businesses. 
God bless them. They're courageous, but they've had those those plans in the works for years. Well, you know, I don't think, and this goes without saying that you and I, I hope that people who view this realize that we're not trying to push any, any agenda. We're not trying to uh, say anything other than, look, this, this goes without saying that peaceful protesters, the more the merrier, mm-hmm. the more the merrier, because when we end up suppressing things, you know, this is, this is a result we're seeing around this right now. The right. results of suppression are what we're seeing this, this, this angry expression that's not serving our country and the world, most of the world is praying for us right now to get it together. Yes. To, you, to turn our TVs off and realize that I'm the news, you are the news. Right. It's not about following some false narrative. It's about finding the narrative of truth. And that's what this is about here, what our discussions are about. It really is. And, and you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm really glad that when our audience comes to us here, that we both have got these really peaceful backgrounds in our residences, because I don't know, you know, how many people are finding peace in their, in their home or if they're displaced, but in order for, in order for people to come together, to be able to hear one another, to be able to think, they have to be comfortable. That's why I was saying yesterday when we were talking, you cannot have peace talks on the battleground. And right now the battleground is the streets of America. And it just has to stop. I mean, it, Portland, Oregon, in three months? Yeah. I mean, that's what we're seeing all around us. And, you know, and I think a lot of us are looking left and looking right. And, you know, what's hit me, and this is why I'm on your show right now, is that somehow we are the generation that is being faced with letting America slip through our fingers. While the world prays for our unification, while the world prays for our, 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 our coming out of this, you know, better than we were, which is what I'm hoping for. Me too. I'll tell you what, we could go down in history as not the heroes, but the goats. Yeah. The ones who let this country slip through our fingers. Look, it's not a perfect country. There's a lot of things we could do better. But man, go ask the rest of the world why they fight to get into our country. I'm all for open borders, but just legally. And so um, I, I just don't want to go down in history that way. I don't, you know, I don't want to have this conversation in four months from now and say, oh, my gosh, what have we done? Yeah. That's all. Why didn't we do anything? You know, I, I, I really I appreciate you bringing that up because our, our conversations that you and I have had privately are, are always productive. And, and, you know, obviously we have a connection, and so we keep coming back. But I listened to our show twice since we did it yesterday, and I and I was I was reassured about us being on a right path and and, a, and about our alignment. And today, one of the things that I do is I visit medical practices, and there's a, a handful of them that I'm I'm involved in, and and I show up as a doctor of psychology. I show up as a as a strategist, as a conversationalist, as a guide, and and I show up as a as a holistic practitioner, mind and body, and I'm talking to police officers for one thing, and I'm and I'm doing things like heart math with them, where we get a yeah. little sensor on their ear and help them regulate their mind and their heart, and these guys are amazing the way that they have got their heart in the right place, 
and they are they are wanting this to quiet down. They're wanting to do their job. I also have got um, people who came here from communistic regimes yeah. who are sitting there talking to me with very thick accents and trying their best with their English. You know, they've been here for decades, but your your accent is gorgeous. It never goes away. And And I have them telling me, this doesn't feel right. I don't want to go through this again. You know, we emigrated here. We escaped here to be where we would have freedoms. Great point. And we are scared. And we worked when we first got here for nothing for years. And then we got we got our, our act together in this in this country, in, in a capitalistic system. And now we have money. We have our house. We have another house. We drive nice cars. We pay our bills. We're taking care of our, for our retirement. We don't know what is happening right now. Well, I better, I better be quick on my feet to help them figure out what to do because I can't tell them what, what's going to happen to our country or our society but what I say is, yeah, I believe in America. I believe in our spirit. I believe in us being able to come out of this better than, than what we were. And by the way, you know, let's do some meditations. And I hook them up to this heart math and work with them. But I also say, listen, because of the coronavirus, we're not such little piggies anymore. Now we wash our hands when we go into the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know why we had to be told to do that. My mother told me that before I went to kindergarten. And we don't pick our nose and we don't cough on people. We don't go out of the house. We have a fever. I grew up with that stuff, you know? So it's like, okay, hello, America. And, you know, whatever the rest of the world's message is, don't be a little slob. Don't be right on top of one another like your sardines in a can. There's plenty of space out here. So, you know, I think that there's some nice, components to this what I don't want is I don't want all this fear and uncertainty and you're right we have to be the news you and I are now the news well everybody is I mean I, wouldn't it be great if our mainstream media became little tone deaf singers in our big giant choir <laughs> can now just research themselves you're not a conspiracy theorist if you research for yourself yeah you're actually you're, you're the opposite. I think right now when you research for ourselves, we need to validate things because it's very evident that things are not true that we're seeing on the media. Yes. And I'm not seeing of any news. No, they're all doing it. Mainstream media is just, they become campaign managers. Yes. And they become And so, you know, you talk about your friends who came over you know, to America and, and because we keep thinking that the government cares about special interests. We keep thinking that government cares about color. They don't. It's, it's called leap year love. Every four years they love on this ethnicity or this ethnic background or this sexual preference. Uh, they just want that vote every four years. That's where every four years we take three steps backwards yes. in, our, in our racial uh, affairs with each other. We, for the most part, we all love each other. You know, yeah, we do. I believe that. And, yes, we're still learning. Heavens, yes. God forbid. That's what, you know. But, look. You know, it doesn't. One person does not define that race, nor does one person define a police force. You know, uh, change is made at the grassroots level. It's not made in government. It's made through us, and that's why we've become kind of dumb. Glued to the TV, we need to be smart. Glued to the mirror. 
and say, this is where change happens. It's like I'm a father. I have kids. You know, sometimes the kids want enabling. They want you to do it for them. And if you do it too much and you help that chicken crack the egg, you handicap it for life. And I think we've become a society that's saying, do me. And we can't be that. That's not what God is here. That's not what God is here as America. And, And surely we can take care of each other. Surely we can be charitable with each other. But government ain't going to do that. And some people handle their money better than others. I get it. And my conversation today is not about money. It's about freedom, that freedom matters. And so, um, you know, in closing, for me, it's like, how do you want to die? And I said this last night. Do you want to die on your couch in fear, wearing a mask, penniless, in front of your children? Or do you want to die for a cause? you want to live for a cause? What is it you want to do? Because I sure as hell... I'm not going to find myself, you know, humiliated in front of my children sitting there with my mask on in fear without any money or, or dreams or visions or purpose. And if we're not careful, that's where we're going. I agree with you 100%. And I am not, I absolutely refuse to give up on our country. I, I refuse to give up on my cities, St. Louis and Chicago. I absolutely refuse to... Um, think that we're not going to come out of this fine but you know when when what you see are the other grown-ups behaving the way they do it, it reminds me of a Carly Simon song and the little ones they call me a grown-up but I've just gotten older and I've just gotten taller and the little ones they call me a grown-up I remember being a little girl and looking at all the grown-ups thinking, wow, they've got it made. They have all the freedoms. They get to do what they want, when they want. Nobody can boss them around. Nobody can tell them what to do. Then you get to be a grown-up and you go, isn't anybody going to tell me what to do? I mean, like, I'm stuck here. Well, you know what? The telling what to do, exactly what you said, Ron, it comes from looking in the mirror. We all actually know what to do. And it doesn't come from violence, and it doesn't come from screaming, and it doesn't come from fighting. It comes from love. I don't care what anybody wants to say. Love is always at the core of any answer. We can't live without it. As a matter of fact, there's a syndrome in psychology, in medical, in, in medical science, failure to thrive. Why? Because that infant or that elderly didn't feel loved. And if we don't feel loved, What's the point? And this, well, go, 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 well, go. I, I love that you bring your clinical experience because you get to see and hear this up personal. I, it's too bad we don't have a children's council to guide us through these oh, yes. rights. When you ask a child what they want to be when they grow up, they say anything because they can. They never doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, they just believe. They love. They're unassuming. They forgive. They're resilient. You know, they don't see color. They see peace and love mm-hmm. and coexistence. And so it's unfortunate. It's only when we get older that we become thick-headed and stubborn that we become attached. Yeah. And through that attachment, we rule out all possibilities. Mm-hmm. And there's a child in every one of us that needs to be reborn right now to, to make this nation what it once was. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk again. I think I mentioned them yesterday. Joy and Joy and Roy Martina are, you know, physician and psychologist. And boy, I'll tell you what, their work is spectacular. And and they are out to spread joy around the world. And they are out to 
convert children from being nervous and frightened and to teaching them how to relax, how to meditate, how to pray, how to have quiet time. And we need to do that. And we need every, every single person to do that. You know, I, I want I want everybody here on our show to know that on YouTube, you can Google yoga exercises. Google Adrian, who does a yoga exercise every single day. Google this wonderful man who was a veteran and could not walk. He was stumbling, falling over, long, dirty hair when he started, fat and out of shape. He takes you on his an unbelievable yoga journey and gets himself self-fortified and healthy and strong. And it's meditative. It's not just about the physical, look at my muscles. It's meditative. It is tying your mind to your body so you can think clearly. So you know what your feelings are about. I think a lot of people out here, Ron, rioters included, I think people are being manipulated. And that really breaks my heart. Well, manipulate is an understatement. I just think that there's a lot of force. There's a lot of financial power. And there's a globalist mentality right now trying to insert itself using force. And, uh, you know, I think they're somewhat dependent a little bit upon a virus. They're somewhat dependent upon these, this chaotic thing that's going on right now, this, this rebellion that we're seeing in our country. But I hope we can become better to it because maybe there's some silver lining to some of this that I'm kind of holding myself open to. Me too. But, man, but in the meantime, I am not going to crawl under a rock. No. You know, I think a lot of people feel like someone else is going to handle this. That's why I said in the beginning, we are the news. I'm the news. You are the news. Yeah. Now we have to use social media as forms of news because I just say turn the satellite TV off, you know, truly. I, I'm turning it off because – I'm not going to buy either narrative. I want to buy the truth. So I want I want on my social media, when things are ugly, I hide the post. I unfollow people who want to stir up emotions in a negative way. I put posts on there that are about empowerment and every day, you know, just like just like on Blog Talk Radio, a theme to every day to help people aliven and awaken. And then... When when we are when we are told what it is we're going to have to do, if we have got a collective of people who are signing into our program, who are signing into social media, who are following us, liking us, friending us, and saying, "I want more of that," then we have to operate with that collective and say in a in a in a broader, louder, calmer volume. I don't want to be a screaming. No, oh man, no megaphones. We need to be able to talk to people and say, this really has to stop. We need to have the good life here. Come on. Well, let me share something. I don't know how much time we have. Are we close? Yeah, we've got almost nine minutes. Okay, so I can share this. I'm a father, and I have beautiful little kids. I have two girls and three boys. And one of my boys, when he gets tired, he'll sling himself into the fridge and the cupboards and pump his head, and he'll just really be dramatic. And then I'll say to him, his name's Truman Love. That's his true love. <laughs> and I say, Truman, can Dad take you to go get a frozen yogurt? And he'll just, boom, Dad. I love you, Dad. I'm going to take the trash out on the way to the car, right? Yes. And my point 
energy authentically to pure joy yeah. and openness yeah. and even humility of saying, sorry, Dad, for acting up in the kitchen, you know. You know, kids can do that. Yeah. And I ask us, what happened to us adults? When did we become so thick-headed? Oh, God. You know? I know. Because really, your way of being, you know, how Truman shifted, being is greater than anything we know or anything we say because energy doesn't lie. So as much as we think we're fooling people, we're just not anymore. We're entering an era of managing thyself. So my point is if things are going to move, we've got to shift and we have to become detached from all that stuff that we hang on to because we want to be right. I remember asking my parents something as a kid. I'd say, can I go do this? Oh, I'm going to sleep on it for a few days. That just sounded so selfish and thick-headed. Now that I think back on it, oh, what a terrible answer that is. Yeah. So we just need to be present and alive, and, and the world is calling us right now to be present and alive. This is not about a particular presidential candidate. This is not about Trump. This is not about Biden. In my opinion, it's like referring to those guys as like elementary school teachers. Some you like and some you don't. But right. the day of class. Yep. This is about globalism. This is about freedom being at stake, and this is about being the first generation to let America slip through our fingers if we don't wake up. We can't let that happen. I don't think I don't think that I don't believe that people really are thinking about this, Ron. I I I I have got people who I love so much who are not thinking about it. They're saying to me, "What are you What are you talking about? That's not happening." What do you mean? Like, I was thinking to come to visit you in Chicago. What do you mean Michigan Avenue is closed? Well, it's not exactly closed, but there's no place to go. Well, I'm going to come to St. Louis. I want to spend some time with you. Okay, well, that's a little bit better. But if you're driving, be sure that you call the, the, the police, the local police, and make sure that they know to tell you if any highways are closed because there's protesters you know, you get 3,000 people walking on the highway. You're not getting through. Unfortunately, it's not even safe to try to get through. Exactly. So I think that what we have to guide people into is is a collective consciousness about the goodness of our country and the things that we want to envision. And, 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 if, and if people are here and they're listening and they're saying, yeah, well, I just want to rip it down. Well, wait a second. It's not yours to rip down. This is what we are. We are America. We we have we have put into law equalization of all people having opportunities. Nobody gets to own anybody anymore. Nobody gets to be it's not legal for you to put your hands on somebody. It's not legal for you to spit on someone. So our nation, our country is about you can work where you want, earn what you want, spend it how you want, live where you want, live with whom you want, drive what you want. And and I think people think it's somehow funny to think, well, yeah, that's just the way it is. No, that's the way it is in a free capitalist society. That's not how it is everywhere. Well, freedom isn't free. And when I see people, Debbie, to your point, and I love that you brought that up, spending their energy to 
tear down history instead of spending their energy to make history. And the energy is day and night. One is hopeless and one is hopeful. Yes. And I want to spend my energy making history to right the wrongs of the past today. Do it how I show up, how you show up, how we show up, because uh, it isn't about color. It's about the one race that's joined by a brother and sisterhood that supersedes all societal limitations, all media divide. We belong together. We bleed the same color. We're 99% identical. So uh, I see that, and I just try to love on everybody, and I hope that we all are trying that. And I'm still learning. We'll make mistakes, and hopefully that we don't have to be politically correct here because the intent is pure. The intent is good. Yeah, I think think that that whole – That whole that whole phrase on political correctness, I don't I, I don't I don't I don't participate in it. Think what I want. I have freedom of thought. I say what I want. I appreciate other people's feelings, so I don't want to be uh, vulgar ever, or crude or crass, or certainly not mean spirited. But I but I do. I, I wish that there would have been not one building graffitied, not one window broken that it wasn't allowed, that not one structure came down, not one monument. If you're offended by the monuments that are there, write a paper about or give a talk about at a peaceful demonstration, here's why this is wrong, and give the accurate history. Because people people are saying things they don't even know what they're talking about. But if you're offended because it just makes you, someone made you feel like this was icky and wrong, well, then we'll add more statues. Who do you want a statue of? It's got to be somebody credible. It can't be somebody who's a felon, who's a murderer, who's a bully. That No, it can't be that. We can't glorify that, which is why it said that these other ones are being torn down. But put up the role models of today. Put up the people who have inspired us and brought us together. But taking all this down and destructing everything. It's holding... It's holding them. It's holding ourselves small. And I say ourselves because if it happens to you, it happens to me. When we're tearing down so small, like we're powerless to actually make history. No, let's make history because we need. That's right. And now here we are in our last one minute. <laughs> and and my my hope is that our audience is out here and they're saying, no, no, don't go away. Say more. And and here's what we want from you. Here's what we want you to tell us how to do. We have to come up, Ron, with the things that we want to help people learn. So exercises and anything that we can come up with. And so let's give one another our homework for that for tomorrow. And we'll be back here at 3 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, we've just been kind of winging it, getting warmed up here. But we're going to start being very focused with objectives, with solutions together. And please engage. Please give us feedback. If you can't say something nice, you're on the wrong page today. Yeah, right. But, uh, exactly. Feedback, because we want to do this the right way. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Ron.